everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. All right. Millennials. Attention all millennials. If you want to piss off somebody who's under 50, just ask them if they're going to get their vaccine on Monday. Because that's, that's exactly... That's, <laughs> that's what, what I did. So Governor Ron DeSantis announced that on Monday in the state of Florida, 50 years old will be the new cutoff for vaccine recipients. Uh, 50 years old. And Rich Jones, our news director, uh, mentioned that story on the air. And our own Hannah Guile said, oh, does that mean you're going to go get yours on Monday? And then and then, uh, <laughs> then he fired her, which was kind of... I'm a, still here, though. Oh, I know. I, over, I overruled it. Oh, okay. Good. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's the big news, man. If you're 50 or up, that's the new cutoff for the vaccine. So <laughs> walk up to some, walk up to some 30 year old and say, Hey, you know, you can get the vaccine on Monday and then let, watch them walk away, um, in disgust. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. And also, uh, in addition to vaccine news, there's other big exciting news. Wait, hold on. Let me hit the button. Oh, wait. It's Friday! <laughs> that was really weird without the whole yeah, thing. Heard the tail off the cliff. Yeah, he thought, like, somebody pushed him and uh, he didn't take his microphone with him. No, it's Friday today. It's Friday! Oh. And we're all very excited. Also, a couple things, and I, we just were in. You know, we were just discussing this again. We were had to make some. <laughs> we had to make some promos for Monday. Our boss had us create a promo that says, "Hey, it's Mark K. If you're looking for my show, you're two hours early." So that we can play it at 10 a.m. on Monday when people tune into the show and go, what, who, who, what is, what is happening? Um, and, and so just so you know, Brian Kilmeade will be in place of us starting on Monday. His show will air live nine to noon and then we will slide into very humbly and respectfully into the Rush Limbaugh, uh, memorial broadcast window of 12 noon to three. That starts on Monday. Now that's not the only, that's not the only big piece of news we got. Yesterday, our friends at Newsmax TV, and for those of you that may be new to the show or or maybe just, you know, don't know or you don't care, I don't know, whatever, maybe you just don't pay attention to it. Uh, we also, we also have a Newsmax TV show about a, almost a year now. Newsmax approached us after uh, I appeared on the Sean Spicer show, Spicer and Company, and they said, hey, we love your show. We love what you do. Can we take, do like kind of a best of show, um, you know, with with, uh, you know, clips from the week and, and that kind of thing. And so we take the radio show, we record every minute of it, we edit it up, we put it on Newsmax TV on Saturdays. Used to be at 3 o'clock, then they moved us to 3.30. Then uh, a few months ago, they, they booted us up to 5.30. And yesterday, I got an email from our friends at Newsmax that said, wow, congratulations on your new radio time slot. We've also shuffled our schedule, and we're moving you up to prime time. So now... If you want to watch the Mark K show, it's not going to be on at 530. It's going to be on instead at 7 p.m. 
Eastern time, which is prime time, right before Dick Morris, right before Michelle Malkin, right before our friends Diamond and Silk. So that's where uh, that's where you're going to have to go for the Mark K show on on Newsmax. And of course, if you DVR it like I do, you can just watch it, watch it at your leisure. But we're moving everywhere. People are going to be so confused. It's going to take a couple weeks for everyone to kind of like, you know, for it to all filter out. But if you're looking for us on the radio come Monday, it's at noon. And if you're looking for us on a Newsmax TV tomorrow at 530, we have moved. Uh, we've moved as well. We will now be on at seven eight five five seven six five one zero four five. All right, there's so much to get to today. I don't even know. I don't even know where to start today. There's so much to get to. Uh, I wonder if. Let me just see if. Let me just see if this is. I don't even know if everything's all plugged in and working yet because I haven't really tested it. But I'm just going to assume it's not because whenever I assume it is, it isn't. Um, so I think that's probably a safe bet. But there's a lot going on today. First of all, Vladimir Putin is demoralizing Joe Biden, and he's doing it out there for the entire world to see. Not only do a lot of Americans know how feeble and dim-witted and ineffective our president is, but rest assured, the rest of the world knows it as well. And the world leaders of the most powerful nations other than the United States have no problem really just, I mean, they're really just trolling the guy at this point. <laughs> they're just, they are just trolling Joe Biden publicly. And, and it's not just, it's not just Vladimir Putin, there's others. And now that he's, he's basically challenged Joe Biden to a fight, to a battle, to a battle of the wits. And Joe Biden has responded in true Joe Biden fashion. We'll bring you that entire ridiculous story here in just a minute. Also, Joe Biden may be making an earlier exit than we all anticipated because he has called he's called Kamala Harris the president of the United States again. That's not just the first time. This is this is now multiple times that he's referred to the vice president as the president. And so it may be that this is going to be a much shorter presidency than any of us had ever hoped uh, than any of us had ever thought. And and we'll get you information on that. Plus, this is now this is really troubling. California the state of California, they have moved to do something which I thought I mean, I thought it was a joke when I first read it, but it's a legitimate headline. California is introducing a bill. The the um, the legislature in, uh, in California, they're introducing a bill. Get this to ban cops who express conservative or religious views. They are they're, They have a brand new bill proposed in California. It would prohibit police officers from serving on the police force if they are part of a hate group or have expressed arbitrarily defined hate speech. This is all from the Federalist. The California Law Enforcement Accountability Reform Act, or the CLEAR Act, would require a background check of all police officers to prevent the infiltration of extremists in our law enforcement agencies. State Assemblyman Ash Kalra, who proposed the bill, said that it comes as in response to the apparent cooperation, participation and support of some law enforcement in the January 6th riot on Capitol Hill. So now these people are convinced in California that the, that the California Highway Patrol, that the police department, that all the law enforcement, it's just lousy with white supremacist insurrectionists. And they've infiltrated the ranks of law enforcement so they can... I don't know what helped their buddies break into state capitol buildings and government buildings and facilitate anarchy throughout the streets of California. Apparently, that's apparently that's what's going on. Um, this is a bill that if you look at it will now if it passes in the state of California, it, it, it would then become law for police departments to 
fire somebody, release somebody, or deny them the ability to serve their community based on their political and or religious viewpoints. Now, this bill most likely won't pass, but it's very important for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's blatantly and totally un an undisguised violation of the First Amendment. Freedom of speech and freedom of religion, they're at the heart of this. This law saying you cannot serve in the police department, you cannot be a state employee in charge of law enforcement uh, because you are you are deeply religious or because you have conservative views or because you voted for this candidate or the other. This is at the heart of why we have a constitution. This is why the constitution exists, to protect and guarantee individual freedoms and the rights of individuals to speak freely, to think freely, to practice religion freely, to go out and, and you know, whatever else they can write in the press freely, all that kind of stuff. But it's also very important because what they're trying to do is purge conservative ideas and religious beliefs from the police force. And that's serious. Because that's how you get a police state. A lot of people think a police state is just taking the guns away. For me, you take guns away from everybody, and if the police are the only ones that have the, the, the guns or the military is the only ones that have the guns, and if the president orders all the gun people to go shoot all the people that don't have guns because they took them all away, that's a police state. That's just half of it. You can't just hire a bunch of police and say, okay, now we're a police state. You need those police to have similar thoughts and ideals and values. You need those police to be to be uh, not free thinkers, but like minded thinkers to whoever's in charge. You know, you can't like like Darth Vader had all those stormtroopers. Well, if some of the stormtroopers thought the rebellion maybe had some good ideas, all hell would have broken loose. You need stormtroopers that work together in lockstep and they believe the empire is great and the rebellion is bad and needs to be squashed. That's how you get a police state. So if you've got somebody in California who doesn't share your religious beliefs and isn't conservative, which is most of the people running the state of California, then you've got to make sure that your police force is the same way. Because God forbid you tell your police force to go lock up a bunch of Republicans just because they voted for Donald Trump. And somebody goes, well, that doesn't seem I voted for Donald Trump. No, I'm not going to do that. Can't have that. It doesn't just matter that these people have guns and you pay them their salary. They've also got to think like you and act like you. And in California, that's what they're trying to do. They want to get all the non-liberal atheist thinkers out of the police department. Because if all the people running around enforcing the laws think just as crazy as they do, it'll be a lot easier. It'll be a lot easier to, you know, to, to get rid of the rest of us. 855-765-1045. Anyway, that's just one of the ways that conservatism is under attack today. There's a bunch more. There's a bunch more. Uh, plus, we'll get a little bit into what's happening in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, with the Asian Americans. And, uh, and of course, that I mean, the thing at the border continues. And we're going to it's a lot of news today. Very little time to get to it all. Plus, fake news Friday. Quick break. More of the Mark K show is next. This is the Mark K show. My name is Mark K. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Apparently, we have some trolls on our live feed. If only we had someone patrolling for the trolls. That would be swell. Which live feed? In, on the Facebook. I just saw oh, that there's okay. some. It doesn't matter. You can go. You can go. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. If you're watching on Twitch or YouTube, we appreciate you guys as well. To all of our Catriots who are listening. Oh, there may or may not be a live Catriot gear drop right now. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, 
you got to get in the know. 855-765-1045 is our number. And it is Friday today. And before we jump into Joe Biden, before we jump into Russia eating Joe Biden for lunch and spitting him out so the entire world can enjoy it, uh, let's get to Dan Dan the Shanty Man, who's in North Carolina. Hi, Dan. How are you? Hey, Mark. Hey, Dan. Well, I was ringing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll get back to Dan, Dan, the shanty. Yeah, that's what happens when you live in a shanty. Your uh, your phone service is shoddy. You got shoddy shanty service. And that's why, you know, but apparently 5G will will uh, will fix all of that. Or it's going to infect us with the virus, one or the other. Steven in West Virginia. How you doing, Steven? Oh, I'm hanging in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sound a little, you sound like you're, it's Friday, which is very exciting. So you don't have to hang in there much longer it's this week. Friday! Yeah. I just wanted to say that uh, I wonder how many more ways can Biden, you know, destroy our country, you know, uh, make us look weak. And I mean, I wouldn't doubt it if China invaded us tomorrow. I mean, they, you know, they got a We got a weak man in the White House. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible. And no, it, hurt, it hurts my heart because my mom died of dementia. And I see this. This man that they're using for, a, you know, for a puppet, and and that's, in my opinion, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I see that. Yeah, it, it's it, it's heartbreaking. It really is. And you know, that's a, that's something I hear from a lot. A lot of people they say the same thing. They say, "I had a relative that had dementia. I've seen this before. I know what's happening." And it's heartbreaking, and I don't know how his wife lets it happen. I don't know how the Democrats are so whole, are so uh, so heartless that they would put this guy up there after. And you know, and the story of Joe Biden, it's not a happy tale at all. I mean, it, it, clearly this guy has been affected not just by age, but by but by his entire you know life's work being kind of kind of an afterthought. I mean, you think about this guy. He wait. He, first of all, he comes to Congress forty years ago, wants to do all of these amazing things, does nothing. He does. In fact, every time he ran for president, he failed. At one time, he was disgraced nationally for plagiarizing. He had to drop out because he was he was basically stealing uh, a speech from from uh, from uh, predecessors. Then, of course, we look at all the legislative wins he had, which are zero. There's not one piece of legislation that is called the Biden bill or the Biden whatever or the Biden act. He basically we don't even really know what he did for 40 years but it wasn't legislator at least it wasn't with any kind of with any kind of authority or effectiveness then of course he gets pulled from obscurity by barack obama to be vice president of the united states which everyone knows with a handful of exceptions um is kind of a, a do-nothing job you just sit back you wait for the president to to kick it and in the meantime you try not to embarrass yourself and that was Joe Biden's role. And after Joe, after Barack Obama, Joe Biden was supposed to run for president. But there were a couple problems. First of all, his son passed away and he took that. Hard. I mean, he took that hard. You you lose a child. I don't care how old the, your child is. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what the circumstances are. I don't care how much you prepared yourself beforehand. It's hard. And it, it changes you fundamentally and forever. And he'd already lost a wife in it. I mean, he already had tragedy. In his life, this wasn't his first tragedy. This was the latest in a long line of tragedies. And then he retired. He said, I'm out. I'm gone. I'm not going to do it. Hillary wants to be president. Hillary, let's face it. Hillary probably threatened Joe Biden in some way and said, if you run for president, old man, you're going to lose a lot more than your dignity and whatever. And so she, he backed out. He went away. He was going to go back to Delaware and just live out the remainder of his years. But 
when it came clear that Donald Trump was going to win election again, when it came clear that Donald Trump was going to be the president again, the Democrats looked at their crop of potential candidates. Pete Buttigieg, the 35 year old gay mayor from Indiana, Bernie Sanders, the 80 year old super communist from Vermont, Kamala Harris, who couldn't even win a single primary, who couldn't raise any money who really a lot of people thought only got to a position of power because of some other positions that she got in beforehand. We won't get in. That's all just hearsay. I mean, they had Elizabeth Warren, who lied about being an American Indian to get into to get money for uh, for grad school. The whole I mean, it was a joke. So they went back to Delaware and they opened up the closet. And they went, they they dusted off Joe Biden, got him out of the mothballs and they stuck him out there. And now he's president of the United States. So, yeah, it's. It wouldn't I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it at all if there's a lot going on up there that's uh, that we don't know about. But what's more important is it's a bad choice for the rest of us because he represents our country and he's doing a bad job of it. And Vladimir Putin, one of the most dangerous men in history, is trolling him publicly. And we can't have that. Uh, more on that coming up. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Stay tuned. More Mark K show on the way. Mark K. For three hours a day. Loving it! <laughs> that was the best one yet. Oh, please, <laughs> can you get his... I, we need to get his number because I'll... I mean, I love his delivery. And if we could just write him stuff that we need, like if we're ever doing a contest or if we're going to be live, like Markay live at Regency Square. Well, we would never be there, but you know what right, right, yeah. Loving it! Yeah, Why would you to, be there? He likes to leave late night open mic. So when you do it tonight... Uh, loving it, guy. Just it, leave some info, and I'll call you back. Is it late night? Is that oh, what yeah. he does it? Yeah, that's a good one, too. It's the Marquee Show. Three hours now. Indeed. <laughs> Why he's not a professional voice actor, yeah, I just don't know. He's great. Well, you're, uh, we're ready to, we're ready to, you know, we'll hook you up with a Marquee Show prize pack. We'll get you some, uh, you know, we'll get you an autographed uh, 8x10 of Hannah Guile, whatever you need. Um, we will not be doing that. Okay, fine. Josh, we'll get you an autograph <laughs> yeah, of 8x10 of Josh. That's fine. 855 uh, 765 <laughs> is our number. 855 765 Jill in Ohio. Hi, Jill. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm so psyched to talk to you. Psyched to talk to you, too, Jill. Uh, what did you want to talk about? What are we so excited about? First things first, you said something about the police in California, and I was hoping you'd repeat that because I missed a little bit of it. My phone's not the greatest, apparently. Sure, real quick. Oh, yeah, what's happening in California is they're proposing a ban on police officers who have expressed certain religious and political viewpoints. And I'm pretty sure you can guess what those religious and political viewpoints are. But if you go to apply for a, a law enforcement position with the uh, with various police departments and enforcement agencies in California, they want to be able to reject you if you have strong conservative or religious beliefs because they believe you might be a white supremacist militia man or woman trying to infiltrate the law enforcement departments. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. The other, the yep. other thing I wanted to say yep. is I just saw I just saw on Instagram that Marjorie Taylor Greene said they're trying to expel her now from Congress, and I am the Jill from Ohio who's always pestering you because I'm trying to run for Congress. You're trying to run, uh, Jill from Ohio. By the way, um, first of all, you're right, and that was exactly what I was going to lead into. It's almost like you read my mind. 
which is great. Yes, in the same in the same vein as Democrats trying to purge Republicans from the ranks of law enforcement in California, the Republican or the Democrats rather in D.C. are trying to purge Republicans from the Congress, starting with everyone's favorite and least favorite congressperson, Marjorie Taylor Greene, 73 House Democrats have pushed to expel Marjorie Taylor Greene from Congress. Uh, there's a there's a um, what is what is it? I guess it's basically like a, a resolution will be introduced today by Representative Jimmy Gomez, who comes from California. <laughs> and he is he wants he's the one that uh, would really led the charge on ousting her from committees. But not just do they want her out of committees, not just do they want her out of the office building because she's such a troll and she's such a hater and she just thinks so differently and so much like a like a Trump supporter. Um, they want her out of Congress and and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Debbie Wasserman Schultz and all these other loons have signed on to this 72 House Democrats in total. Now, you need a supermajority to to throw out any congressperson or senator. You know, you need to have a supermajority of delegates. And with only eight more seats than the Republicans in Congress, it's pretty it's pretty clear cut that this thing's going to fail. It's just another wasted piece of legislature. It's another big, huge waste of time by the Democrats instead of doing things that need to be done, like fixing the border crisis or getting you more money or cutting your taxes or whatever. They're out there trying to just, you know, stab each other in the backs or really, in this case, in the front. And it's and it's not I don't think what anybody was hired to do. Yeah. Yeah, I love her. She's my hero. Yeah. And one more thing. Yeah. I just want to shout out to my friend Sherry who's listening because she turned me on to your show, and I'm so grateful. That's why I'm running, hopefully, for Congress. All right, Jill. Yeah, and no, we appreciate it. And, Jill, now give us an update because I know I, last time you said you were looking for somebody to sponsor you or help you out. What's the uh, – you're in now – you're in whose district? Is it um, – I'm in Gonzalez District, but Trump has already backed Max Miller. That's right, Max so, Miller, yeah. The neighboring one my brother lives in, which I'll just move if I have to. Yeah. That's just how I am. Tim Ryan is currently there. Oh. He's apparently going to run for Senate and take over for Portman. Yeah. So that's open, and although it's heavily Democrat, I'm a bit of a spaz, so... Who knows if maybe I can turn it around and just one more vote. You know what I mean? That's all, that's so all it that's takes. That's I'm all just trying to get to the 5,000 threshold, you know, because, yeah. you know, I've been out of work for almost a year now, so sure. I don't exactly have it sitting in my bank account. No, I understand. Jill, listen, keep, so, us, keep us posted. And when you decide where you're going to run and, and who you're going to run against, and when you've, when you've made that decision, let us know because we'll help you out any way we can. Yep. Just trying to get the money, and then I'm good to go. Yeah, Jill, awesome. Hey, thank, thanks so much for calling me, and thanks to Sherry. for And Jill's the whole point. Jill's the point. Jill is how stuff gets done. Everyone always call, you know, they always call me and go, I'm not going to vote. I don't believe in vote. Voting sucks. Voting there is going to steal my vote. Or I, what do I do? I, I try. I go out there and I work and I vote for Trump and I went to the boat parade. And, you know, I told all my friends we went to the rally and look, Biden's the president and he and he sucks. What the whole country's broken. I don't want to be a part of it. That, here's how you fix it. You go and you be Jill. You go and, you, and Jill is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Two years ago, three years ago, Marjorie Taylor Greene saw the same thing and said, well, hell, I, if, I, if no one else is going to fix this country, I guess it's up to me. I guess I have to go do it. And she went and ran for Congress and she won. And look, she's effective. How do we know she's effective? How do we know that Marjorie Taylor Greene is an effective conservative voice? How do we know that Marjorie Taylor Greene is an effective uh, voice for conservative change and for keeping America great and for putting America first? 
and for common sense leadership. How do we know that? Easy. 73 House Democrats hate her. 73 House Democrats want her out. They want to expel her from Congress. And if you're making Democrats mad, you are doing something right. Remember, rule number one of conservatives, uh, rule number one of conservatism. If the Democrats are happy, you shouldn't be. And the Democrats are not happy with Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's why we need more of her. That's why we need Jills in Ohio. That's why we need, you know, whoever else is running against Adam Kinzinger in Illinois, whoever else is running against Liz Cheney in Wyoming. You know, we need those. And it and six is all it takes. Six is all it takes. You can there are people in the House of Representatives right now who won by six votes and read a heart. Uh, Rita Hart claims she won Iowa's second district rather than Representative Marianne Miller Meeks. It was a six vote victory that that was certified by the state of Ohio. And that's why they're there. And it happened in New York. Republicans can win. You just need one more vote. Uh, you know, People don't know this, but Bernie Sanders, who has become one of the most, most awful. Is that the word I'm looking for? That's one of them. Uh, what's the other? I guess he's one of the most prominent figures in Democrat politics of of late, I mean, he, Bernie Sanders, sure, he never won the presidency. He lost twice or it was taken from him twice. But he has set the tone. He set the agenda. He wrote basically most of the policy that Joe Biden is now trying to implement. He's the reason we have people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the rest of the squad. Joe, Bernie Sanders, while never having won any kind of national election, has been one of the most formative and destructive powers in American political history. And Bernie Sanders won his first his first election for mayor by 10 votes, 10 votes. And where is he from, Vermont? What's the capital of Vermont? Anyone? Anyone? Montpelier. Montpelier. I was going to say, I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't think it was Montpelier. <laughs> What's the other one? It's Con. What else is in Vermont? Concord's New York. Anyway, the town in Vermont, Burlington, Vermont, I think he is. Where is he from? The capital is Montpelier. No, but I think he's from Burlington. Oh, OK. It doesn't matter. I only... He ran for mayor because he had no job. He couldn't get a job. He and his wife were living above a bookshop in like a one-room house. And when you're a Democrat and you don't have a job and you don't have any money, you go out and you run for office. And Bernie Sanders, because he was unemployed, had a ton of time on his hand. He won by 10 votes. And that's what started his political career. And now we've got the Green New Deal. We've got Black Lives Matter. We've got divisiveness. We've got open borders. We've got all of that because of 10 idiots in Vermont who decided that Bernie Sanders should be their mayor. In fact, it wasn't even the 10 idiots that showed up. It was the 11 who didn't. So somewhere in Burlington, Vermont, are 11 lazy people who decided not to vote that day. And because of that, we have Bernie Sanders and Obamacare and an immigration problem. And Putin's about to blow us off the face of the earth because we've got the weakest president in the entire world. So that's don't think that your vote doesn't count. It one bajillion percent does. Uh, 855-765-1045. Quick break. We're, we're going to talk about Putin here in just a minute. Putin is next on the Marque Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Marque Show. Noon time. Radio spot. Marque's. Noon side. Oh, look at that.
that, man. It, it's amazing how many people have professional broadcast studios in their homes and they're able to digitally mix. I was like, I was flawless. I appreciate that. Uh, 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Don't forget Monday. This is it. This is our God. We're, we're almost entering our last hour. Um, our last time ever broadcasting at 11 o'clock because uh, we are moving once again on Monday. The new time is at noon. The new time is at noon. And uh, and if you're thinking, yes, you've told us a bajillion times, there's somebody still, I swear to God, somebody is going to turn on the radio at 10, hear Brian Kilby and go, what, 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 what? And then they're going to call Josh, who's not going to be there to answer the phone. I'd like to put out. And it's going to ring and ring and ring. And then they're going to write an angry letter to somebody and go, what? Why did you go? Where's Mark? Okay, what is the show? Where's it? What happened? And then they're going to have to explain he's on just at noon. Um, so that that's why we keep telling you over and over and over again. Oh, Dan, Dan, the shanty man called back. Is that right? Does he have better service? Dan, are you there? Can you hear me? I'm here. Oh, Dan. Well, we were a little worried about you. How you doing, man? What's up, Dan? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Doing really good. What do you want to say today, Dan? Well, today is my birthday. I am 49 years young. Wow. And in honor of this. Yes, and in honor of this being your last show from 10 to 12, I have one verse of the Sea Shanty updated and not going to take the whole segment. Just one verse. He <laughs> <laughs> you knows you're tight on time now. Dan, yeah, Dan wrote us a shanty, a sea shanty, uh, a, a while back, and it was amazing. It was brilliant. It was also longer than any of us anticipated. But, uh, Dan, okay, great. All right, so, uh, Dan, we, first of all, we appreciate it. And, of course, happy birthday to you. Uh, whenever you're ready, we got your beat going. Just hit us up, ladies right, and gentlemen. Here we go. Hey-ho, the Marquee Show, leaving 10 to 12, you know, starting soon from noon till 3, W-O-K-V, that's where... Ta-da! Oh, that was, oh, that was yeah. Yeah. Okay, see now you're now you're way shorter than I thought. That was, but that, that was great, Dan. Thank you. I learned how to do things on the radio now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dan, Dan, that was great. Oh, Dan, awesome. Dan, we appreciate that. We appreciate you, and uh, hopefully you'll continue to be able to listen. And happy birthday! Noon happy birthday, birthday oh, yeah. Dan. Oh, we should probably Dan. Ha- hey, Dan, hang on one second. We're gonna. Hook Dan up with a prize pack. Okay. A okay. T-shirt. Yeah, get him a little T-shirt and we'll get him a little sticker and stickers. Yeah, one of those. Okay. <laughs> hey, I don't tell anybody. ASMR. Yeah, but here's the thing: if we if we start doing that, then everyone's gonna be like, oh. My birthday. Uh, it's my birthday because that's what I used to do when we go to the Olive Garden. I'd be like, okay, somebody tell the waitress it's your birthday and they'll bring us free cake and we'll all just share it. Mm. That's, yeah, I know. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. Bobby in South Carolina. Hi, Bobby. How are you? Good, Mark. How are you? Doing really well. Thank you so much for asking, Bobby. What's up, man? What do you want to say today, sir? Well, first of all, I wanted to congratulate congratulate you on the new time slot. Thank you, thank but, you. Um, what I wanted to ask you about is um, the Democrats are violating the Constitution left and right on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, with them trying to pass the bill that federally mandates voting laws, how do we now hold them accountable? for violating the Constitution because it's becoming criminal. Yeah. That's, it's a great question. And, it's a great question, yeah. Was there- and I disagree with you that I know you say that just to vote them out. Yeah. With them, with them trying to federally, federally mandate um, voting, they're going to make it so that no other Republican wins 
And I, I just don't see that working anymore. Yeah. So how well, do we hold them accountable? Bobby, great. That's a great question. How do you hold the first of all, just so you know, what they're trying to do on a federal scale with the election law is very difficult to do for exactly the reason you pointed out. It is unconstitutional. The, the framers of the Constitution, the people who sat down and said, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we had a free country? Let's do it. Uh, when they wrote out the Constitution, when, uh, when you know, James uh, Madison wrote out the Bill of Rights, they decided they need to make sure that the power belongs to the people and not the federal government. So they gave the power to run elections to the states. And the states hold that power. And nowhere in the Constitution does it say the federal government shall make any laws, blah, 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 blah. So it's 100 percent unconstitutional. There will be lawsuits. There will be Supreme Court cases. Hopefully the Supreme Court will get a, a backbone. Hopefully they'll remember the oath they took to uphold the Constitution and they'll be able to strike any of these things down. But I don't think they're going to go that far anyway, because you do have a very, very, very slim majority in the Senate and not all senators uh, that are Democrats want the states to lose the power. They want. I mean, think about it this way. If you're an elected representative from a, from a purple state or a, uh, let's say you're a blue politician from a red state, you don't want to be messing with your election laws because you wouldn't have been there otherwise. Um, you know, it, it is a very it is a very strict and solemn thing. And the election laws that they're trying to look, I mean, when it comes down to it, you've got people running around at the state level right now fixing their laws. What 2020 taught us was what 2020 taught us was that there were holes in these election laws, that there were problems in various blue states where people were corrupt and taking advantage. And what they were doing was just working the system to their benefit. And they benefited. But now they've let, you know, they let everybody see behind the uh, behind the curtain. We know the Wizard of Oz is back there pulling all the little pulling all the little strings and making the the mean faces and stuff. So now they've got to try to fix it. They've got to try to make it so that because they know that Matt Gates is out there and Rand Paul is out there and Ron DeSantis is out there and all of the states are cracking down Arizona and Texas. They're not going to let this happen again. They've already used that. They need a new trick. This is it. It's not going to work. 855-765-1045. All right. Putin is next. I promise. Putin next on the Mark K Show. It's the Mark K Show. New studio. New time slot. So here we go, yo. <laughs> Starting Monday at noon o'clock is when you'll be able to catch the show at noon o'clock till three. Um, so you get your extra hour, too. 855-765-1045. Before we get into Putin, we have to talk to Melissa in Detroit. Melissa, good morning. How are you? Hey, a shout out from Motown, you guys. Hey. <laughs> I, love, I love you guys. We love you, too, Melissa. You're the Howard Stern of Jacksonville. Wow, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> What uh? What you want to say? What what's going on? You know, Biden's a special kind of stupid. <laughs> Why is he messing with Putin? Hasn't he never seen Rocky Three? <laughs> Dolph Lundgren? Yeah, no, I will. I will break you. <laughs> except Biden ain't no Rocky. Yeah, no, no. He's already pissed off world leaders. Yes, that's true. That's true. He has. <laughs> He's protected behind barbed wire yeah. and the National Guard. Yeah. Trump had the ball. By the way, Melissa, thank you. Melissa, you're 100% right. Thank you so much for calling. By the way, Josh screened that call as Melissa from Detroit, possibly drunk. So I don't know. 
I, don't, I think that's just how the people in Detroit are. They're very excited. I just love that Rocky line, though. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that I did too. Right. She's Dolph, Dolph yeah. Lundgren and Kamala Harris. Yeah. What does she think? She's Mr. T? Come on. <laughs> Apollo Creed? What? There ain't nothing. Donald Trump walked into North Korea. And that's true. He did. I mean, he flew to South Korea and then walked into North Korea. But you, you bring up a great point. Joe Biden thinks he's a lot tougher than, you know what? I should never start a, a statement with Joe Biden thinks. Joe Biden is acting like he's a lot tougher than he is. Let's talk about this a little bit, because because Vladimir Putin is not taking any crap from Joe Biden. He knows Joe Biden's not a strong leader. Everybody knows Joe Biden's not a strong leader. And Vladimir Putin is taking advantage of it. And Joe Biden is doing, I guess, what he used to do back in Scranton when he worked at the pool and Corn Pop, who was a bad dude, said, meet me out behind the meet me out back by your car because you called me Esther Williams. Do you remember the story? You had to go get a piece of chain and uh, and Corn Pop had like a rusty razor blade or something. I don't know. It's all it's all it's on the Internet. You can find it. So Joe Biden thinks the way you talk tough to bad dudes is by being a bad dude yourself. So Joe Biden Told, told, like, told, first of all, he called Vladimir Putin a killer. And then George Stephanopoulos uh, asked him about that during their interview. Here's what George Stephanopoulos said. We had a long talk, he and I. We've, I, I I'm sorry, here's what Joe Biden said. We had a long talk, he and I. We've, I, I know him relatively well. And I, the conversation started up. I said, I know you and you know me. If I establish this occurred, then be prepared. Okay, so he's talking about election interference and all that kind of stuff. He goes, if I've established election interference uh, occurred, I want you to be prepared. And if I'm Vladimir Putin, I'm holding back tears of laughter and I'm holding back my emotions. I'm trying not to laugh in this dude's face. So here's what Joe Biden then said after that. You said, you know, he doesn't have a soul. I did say that to him. Yes. So, so Vladimir. I want you to imagine this, okay? Joe Biden's talking to Vladimir Putin in Russia or his office or something. Anyway, they're chit-chatting, and here comes probably one of the most powerful leaders in the entire world, probably one of the, the deadliest and most most uh, just awe-inspiring and fear-mongering uh, leaders since World War II, Vladimir Putin. And he rolls in in all his Soviet glory, and he sits there, and Joe Biden looks at him and says... I know you don't have a soul. And I can only imagine Vladimir Putin look at him and say, well, I know you don't have a brain. So why don't we go with Cowardly Lion to Oz? Wimmy Wizard fix us. I mean, I because that's what I would say. I mean, I can't imagine anybody taking Joe Biden seriously. You could, we find Yellow Brick Road, you bring dog. Oh, no, you send dog home because it bites someone. In Moscow, dog bites someone, we give it treat. You send it to Delaware. I never understood. So Biden is, is trying to play tough with Vladimir Putin. And Vladimir Putin, he knows who he knows. who. What was it Joe Biden said? Hold on. Let me turn, let me turn down the Russian music for just a second. Well, wait, here's what Joe Biden said. We had a long talk. He and I, we've, I, I know him relatively well. And I, the conversation started up. I said, I know you and you know me. I know you and you know me. That is true. Vladimir Putin knows exactly what kind of a person and what kind of an ineffective leader Joe Biden is. So he is more than happy to remind the rest of the world how weak and feeble and simple minded Joe Biden can be. In fact, that's exactly what he did. Vladimir Putin challenged Joe Biden to a live streamed broadcast, unedited Battle of the Wits. I kid you not. This is not a joke. This happened. Vladimir Putin on Russian TV said, I've just thought of this now. 
I want to propose to President Biden to continue our discussion, but on the condition that we do it basically live, as it's called, without any delays and directly in an open, direct discussion. It seems to me it would be interesting for the people of Russia and for the people of the United States. What he's saying is, I know Joe Biden can't handle a live debate. I've seen his live debates with President Trump. I know Joe Biden can't think on his feet. Why? Because he doesn't have the opportunity. We know that people keep him squirreled away. We know that they keep him coddled in his basement or in the Oval Office. They don't even let him talk to the friendly press. They don't let Joe Biden talk to the liberal media because they're afraid he might say something stupid. They're afraid he might accidentally call Kamala Harris the president of the United States, which he did, oh, today. They're afraid of so many things that they have to keep him out of this live forum. And so Vladimir Putin knows that's something that Joe Biden fears the most. Public, impromptu speaking. And so he challenges to a live debate. Donald J uh, Trump Jr. tweeted about it. Putin just challenged Joe Biden to an unscripted live debate. The whole world knows that we have no leadership at the top, just an empty suit with a teleprompter. And he can't even get that right. They look at America's weakness right now and they are salivating. It's true. Every leader in the world knows that America has no leadership, no strong leadership. They look at Joe Biden and they think, what has happened to this great nation? And then they make plans on how to take it over. Because if you have a weak leader, it's really easy to infiltrate. I mean, hell, he's opening up the borders as we speak. Vladimir Putin went on to continue to troll Joe Biden. And he said, I would say to Biden, be well. I wish him good health. I say that without any irony, without jokes. Clearly, this is ironic and this is a joke. I want you to understand, this is important. Let me turn the music down one more time. I want you to understand this. Vladimir Putin, who is a dictator, a tyrant, who probably doesn't have a soul, or if he does, it's buried way deep down or he sold it to the devil or whatever. This guy is a murderous thug. And Vladimir Putin is is out there doing stand-up comedy, and he's using the president of the United States as a punchline. All right, this is serious. He's in a smoky room there in the Kremlin with a microphone and a step a stool going, anyone here from out of town? You guys hear about Joe Biden? Lion dog-faced pony soldier? I mean, that's what he's doing. He's becoming the Jerry Seinfeld of Moscow. He's like, what's up with the president of the United States? I mean, this is this is not good for America's future. It's not good for our standing in the world, because typically the country that has the strongest leader and the strongest economy and the strongest military and the strongest borders is the one who dominates. It's the one who sets the tone. It's the one who wins. And right now, let's see, strongest leader, strongest economy, strongest borders, strongest military. We got like one of four of those. So it ain't, you know, Vladimir Putin's making funnies. But it ain't no joke. 855-765-1045. We got to take a quick break. Uh, more of the Marquee Show on the way. Plus, Fake News Friday's coming up, too. So don't go anywhere. Stay right where you are. I I'll try to put this in perspective again, too, because people are like, why do we care if Putin's, if Putin's just trolling Biden? At least he's not bombing the U.S. No, no, no. I would rather... I would rather the Russian president be upset by Joe Biden's comments. I mean, for example, Joe Biden called Putin a killer. 
And Putin just said, takes one to no one. Oh, oh, oh. Because he doesn't take the guy seriously. If you bomb another country or if you invade another country or if you put, if you put like, you know, uh, submarines or something off the coast of the United States of America, if you do that, that means that you take the person seriously. You think that they're a threat and you neutralize a threat with force. Force meets force. If the if the leader of the free world, if the commander in chief of the United States of America, your sworn enemy since, I don't know, what, the end of World War Two, probably even before then. If you if you look at the president of the United States, who on several dis- different occasions throughout our history has gone head to head with whoever was in charge of Russia. The president of the United States, who has been involved in the Bay of Pigs, who has been involved in the Cold War. I mean, it was Ronald Reagan, a Republican president, who said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. Richard or Ronald Ronald Reagan, he set the tone for who was in charge of the world. And it wasn't going to be Russia. Now, the Russian leaders look at the United States of America. They look at the president. They don't even, you know, if if Donald Trump said, you're a killer, you better watch yourself then Putin would start getting the military ready. But with Joe Biden, he just, he just, he goes, ah, you're, you're, you're a killer too. Let's go live on Facebook together. <laughs> because he doesn't even take him seriously. And that's even worse. That's even worse. It means they're out there with China and, and North Korea and Iran, and they're running the table on it. They're running the joint. And they know we're going to do nothing to stop them. Donald Trump with one missile from one drone without a single American casualty, put an end to terrorism in Iran, put an end to one of the most prolific terrorists in the history of this country. And he was able to neutralize the threat from Iran and also show Russia, we mean business, don't mess with us. We know what we're doing here and we're not going to take it lying down. Donald Trump strong-armed China, and he was the one person, the one president, to cross the 38th parallel and enter into North Korea for a meeting with Kim Jong-un. And Joe Biden, I mean, he doesn't even he doesn't even meet with CNN. What kind of president can that, he doesn't even do live interviews? And this is another thing. That George Stephanopoulos interview was pre-recorded and it was edited. You did not see the Joe Biden that you thought you saw you did not see the Joe Biden that that they were all having. Oh, look at him. He looks like he's in charge and he's coming for everybody. And he's, you know, George Stephanopoulos was all excited. Dude, you could edit anyone together. We've seen the deep fakes of Tom Cruise taking off his shirt. That It's not really him. You know, we understand the, the magic of television and how it can make anyone look better. Go back and watch the George Stephanopoulos interview. Do you see how the camera angle on Joe Biden is on the ground looking up? Like he's some kind of like he's Abraham Lincoln seated in the Lincoln Memorial and you look up on this character. And so he doesn't look old and feeble and weak, which is how he actually is in real life. And and that's how he would look on a live feed debate with Vladimir Putin. And Vladimir Putin knows it. And now so does the rest of the world. 855-765-1045. Grace is in Missouri. Hi, Grace. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Hi, Mark. Hi. Um, I just um, wanted to tell you guys how what a great show you guys put on. I really appreciate everything you're doing for the the country and how you're you're sticking up for President Trump and he is a true leader. Um, but I do want to ask you one more thing. Yeah. Um, do you think the vaccine is bad for people? Because I already got one shot already, yeah. and people are really talking bad about it and saying that it's 
it's, uh, it's poison, it's going to kill you. And I already got one shot, and I'm waiting to get the second one, me and my husband. So what do you think about the vaccine? Well, I'll answer you now because I don't want to put you on hold, seeing as how you already got the one shot. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, the, <laughs> she's like, I'm, she's like, that's not funny. No, listen. Uh, here's the thing about the vaccine. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. The vaccine originated with Donald Trump, and I know a lot yeah. of people are are against vaccines, and I know a lot of people don't like them, and they don't trust the government at all. And I understand all of that, and so does Donald Trump. Yeah. And and I believe that when the president saw what was going on, and when the president put forth. Um, Operation Warp Speed. He did it with the best intentions. He did it because he wanted people to get the vaccine and feel safe and feel healthy. In fact, here we were, here, listen to this. This was him yesterday or two days ago with Maria Bartiromo. I would, I would recommend it and I would recommend it to a lot of people yeah, that don't want to get it. And yeah. a lot of those people voted for me, frankly. But, you know, I, again, we have our freedoms and we have to uh, live by that. And I, Agree with that also. Yeah, so great. And I, that's all I would tell you, Grace. I can't speak for you. I can't speak for anybody. But here's the deal. You have the opportunity to get the vaccine. It's a vaccine that was made under the loving care of President Donald Trump. Um, so if you yes. want it, then get it. If you don't want to get it, that's fine, too. We live in America. You have freedoms. You have right. rights. And that's something we all need to respect. As the left is so keen on saying, your body, your choice. Hey, thanks so much for calling, Grace. Quick break. We need two contestants for Fake News Friday. It's next. 855-765-1045. Call now. Hey, Mark T. Today's your last day. Two more hours, and you're on your way. Really? Like, like, 22, like 22 minutes. What? I had to clear my throat. All right, not my fault. Uh, 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. And it's time for a very exciting game, something we like to call week. No, what is this called? <laughs> this is the Marquee Show. <laughs> I, I, got, I got all confused because Hannah asked me, she goes, what are we calling the show next week? I go, the Marquee Show. And then she goes, I thought we could call it something catchy, like, you know, white noise. <laughs> And I go, that's a great name. That's a great name for our show, by the way. I said, what if a radio station like just played White Noise? White Noise. Oh. that's racist. Oh, it is racist. But I thought also probably appropriate for our show. Uh, yes. But no, I'll just make that. When when I finally write an autobiography, it'll be White Noise by Mark Kay. And then They're we're gonna, gonna love it. I'm sure. Every page is just gonna go. Eight five five seven six five. Uh, 104. All right, no, it's time for uh, Fake News Friday, which is what this thing's called. Which is <laughs> and we have uh, two contestants on the line. One is Amanda, who's in Buffalo. Amanda, good morning. How are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Good morning, Mark. Oh, by the way, last time we'll be able to say good morning because on Monday it's going to be good afternoon. Good afternoon. Or just hello. I'm just going to have to go with hello probably is better. Um, Amanda, you're going to be playing Fake News Friday against Jill in Ohio. Wait, is this Jill in Ohio who's running for Congress? Yes. Oh, fantastic. Okay, good to talk to you again. All right, great. So Jill in Ohio versus Amanda in Buffalo. Um, Ladies, are you familiar with the rules of the game? Yes, for the most part, from listening. Yeah. Yeah. All right, right, good. Well, let me go over them one more time, just, you know, just in case someone's new and they're like, what the hell is this fake news Friday? I didn't didn't tune in for fake news. I wanted real news. Well, here's the deal. It's much more difficult these days to tell the difference between real news and fake news because a lot of fake news organizations pawn their stuff off as real news, and a lot of real news is just so unbelievable you think it's fake. So we've created this game to help you hone your skills and win a Mark K Show prize pack. We give you a headline, and all you have to do is tell us, is it real news or is it fake news? Whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins. Sound pretty good? Yes. 
Yep. Great. Amanda, Woo. we're going to start with you. Listen carefully. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here is your first Fake News Friday headline. CNN. Oh, sorry. As ratings plummet, that's the fun part of this. Mm. As ratings plummet, CNN criticizes President Trump for not holding a press conference since leaving office. As ratings plummet, CNN criticizes President Trump for not holding a press conference since losing or since leaving office. Is that real news or is that fake news? I can definitely believe that. Um, CNN's ratings did plummet. They do criticize President Trump. So I'm going to say that's real news. That is fake news. You are fake news. Yeah, no, you know what it is? It's the CNN ratings plummet that got you, because that part is true, but the rest of it, the rest of it is fake news. They, the last person they want to see again is, uh, is Donald Trump. They want to criticize him. They don't want to give him the opportunity to criticize back. I told you it's hard, though, right? Yes. Yeah, it really is. All right, right, Jill, you're running for office, so you really need to get good at this. Uh, Are you ready for your first Fake News Friday headline? I am. If I don't win, then I got work to do. Yeah, you sure do. (laughs) Here we go. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. President Joe Biden. President Joe Biden told a reporter in a closed-door interview that wearing masks must continue until everyone has learned complete obedience to the government. <laughs> oh, it, that's fake. That's what Joe Biden, in a closed door interview with a reporter, said wearing masks must continue until everyone has learned complete obedience to the government. You think that's fake news? Well, if it's closed door and nobody's heard it, then I wouldn't have heard it because I listen to everything. So I'm going to say that's real news. Wait, real? Okay, now you're confusing me. Is it real? Oh, you're good at this politics stuff, man. Let me tell you. I'm going to say that's fake news. No, I said that was real news. What is your final answer? Real news. That is fake news. Oh, fake news. I'm in trouble now. We're we're teaching, Jill. Everything is an opportunity to learn. So there you go. All right, it's 0-0. Still anyone's ballgame. Amanda, we go back to you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Listen carefully. Here we go. A customer... Ordered a dozen H1N... No, H1N1. No, sorry. What's it called? K95 masks. Sorry. A customer (laughs) ordered a dozen K95 masks and angrily demanded a refund when the business owner sent only 12. A a customer online ordered a dozen K95 masks and demanded a refund when the business owner only sent them 12. Is that real news? Or is that fake in the, news? In the world we live in right now, I'm going to say that that's real news. In the world we live in, in now. In the world we live in. That, oh, that was good. <laughs> was that Winston Churchill? Oh, that was Dumbledore, I think. Oh. That is, uh, that, is, that is correct. That is real news. One point for Joe. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, nice done. Uh, this woman who wrote, uh, she ordered from Zeta's Vault. Uh, she got in there. Oh, I'm sorry. Zeta's vault released an email from somebody who wrote to them. They were demanding a refund after ordering a dozen masks and only receiving 12. <laughs> so, you know, blame. Not yeah, you can blame public education. <laughs> All right, Amanda, you're on the board. You got a point. Jill, are you ready? You could tie it up right here. Yes, I am ready. All right, listen carefully. Here we go. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. <laughs> Governor Cuomo of New York is being praised by the liberal media for his decisive, straight-talking approach to sexual harassment. 
Is that real news or is I, that fake news? I don't know because you cut out. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear it. All right, listen one more time. Ready? Yep. Governor, pray, liberal, <laughs> what? Media for <laughs> sexual harassment. Is that real news or fake news? I can't hear him. <laughs> that was just a mess. All right, let me try it. Let me, let me, here we go. Sorry. It sounded like three no, people talking. That was, that, was, that was just me. All right, listen, everyone be quiet. Ready? Listen carefully. Just, it's just right. you and me here, Jill. You ready? One on one. Here we go. I'm ready. Governor Andrew Cuomo right. from New York. Got that? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is, is being praised by the liberal media. You got that? Yep. <laughs> okay. For his For his decisive... And straight-talking approach to sexual harassment. Is that real Ooh, news or is that fake news? Sounds like real news, but I was wrong last time. But that's my first thought. So I'm going to go with real news. That is fake news. Oh, you are fake damn. news. Yeah. Oh, that's I'm fake so news. Boy, what did you say, damn? Yeah, that's an old yeah, Okay, that's, 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 that's fine, but anything else and we draw the line. All right, good. Uh, Amanda, <laughs> it's it's one nothing. Here we go. Are you ready for your next one, Amanda? More than ready. Oh, more than ready. <laughs> so, yeah, piece of cake. <laughs> Listen carefully. Here we go. All right, listen carefully. Here we go. In a new bombshell claim, Fox News' Tucker Carlson has discovered billions of dollars in damages as the military allows women to park the tanks. In a new um, bombshell claim, Fox News' Tucker Carlson discovered billions of dollars in damages as the military has allowed women to park the tanks. Is that real news or fake news? That's fake news. That that is correct. That is fake news. Oh, that fake news. <laughs> well, billions of dollars in damage. Why do I have all these bills for uh, for, for muffler repair? Did we let the woman park the tanks again? I'll tell you what. With a score of two to nothing and only one question left and zero time left, congratulations, Amanda. You win. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're gonna back to the books for Jill. Yeah, back to the books for you, Jill. That's okay. We're, Jill, we're gonna be cutting out on you again. Uh, see ya. But we'll talk to you soon, I'm sure. Amanda, you hang on one second. We're gonna hook you up with a Mark K Show prize pack. Okay? Fantastic news. Great job as well. Bravo. Another Woo! another fun-filled episode of Fake News Friday. Quick break. Uh, we'll be right back with more Mark K Show. Stay tuned. Show. My name's Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. 855-765-1045 is our number. We have been, we're now, again, what, another reminder, and this won't be your last, but it'll be the last one I give you today. Starting Monday, we will no longer be allowed, to, I'm sorry, we will no longer be in this time slot. We will not be allowed in the studio till noon. We, and, and again, just so you, there's a lot, there's kind of a lot going on. And here's the, you know, rush passing was a, a really a shock to all of us. We didn't, you know, it, it came very unexpected. We'd heard he was doing better. He was on the radio. He sounded amazing. Um, you know, there were rumors that he was going to retire in January or whatnot. What, nobody knew what was going to happen and when it was going to happen. But when it happened, we all had to kind of figure out what we were going to do next. And what we're going to do next is move our show to his time slot starting Monday and, and continue his legacy. We're going to do that for a week. 
a week after that, we're actually then moving into our brand new studio. So those of you who watch us and live stream us will be able to see us. Well, I mean, it's right now it's a bunch of card tables. <laughs> like, I'm not lying. It's folding tables. But, but you know, we're going to upgrade it slowly but surely. Then after two weeks in the time slot, unfortunately, I have a pre-planned uh, vacation, which I have to take. But we'll be back then April the 12th, and it'll be gung-ho throughout. So a lot going on. Now, in addition to that movement, for those of you that watch our show on Newsmax, it will also be moving starting tomorrow. So really, this is the last time you're going to see and hear us in any of the usual places. We're moving to prime time. It's a good move. 7 p.m. Saturday nights on Newsmax TV. So 7 p.m. either, you know, in, instead of going out or if you're one of those people that goes out, maybe you could you could pregame, you know, throw on the Mark K show at 7 Get a couple shots going while you're getting ready, and then at 7.30 you'll be informed, you'll be entertained, you'll be hammered, and you'll be good to go. You'll set a good base uh, level for the rest of the night, and uh, and then join us Monday at 12 o'clock noon. 855-765-1045. This is Corey in Mayport. Hi, Corey. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. It's actually Gordy. Oh, it's Gordy. Sorry. You, you can blame Josh for that Come one. On, Josh. Uh, 100%. Josh, it's Gordy, <laughs> not Corey. Uh, Gordy, what's going on? What do you want to say, sir? Hey, I just wanted to congratulate you guys on the new time slot. Well, thank you. And you just I just heard you talking about Newsmax, too. That's amazing. So you guys are going to, you know, step up to TV, too. But uh, and uh, you're also going from two hours to three hours. Yeah. So you guys are going to be making ass loads of cash now. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, did you get? Oh, he. Oh, sorry. He's yeah. Corey, Corey was, Corey was excited for us for many reasons. Uh, <laughs> Gordy was excited for us. For, I don't know who the hell Corey is. Uh, but no, yeah, I appreciate that. Yes, we. Uh, and you know, it's look. A lot of folks are excited. And a lot of people. But again, first of all, it's it's bittersweet. Number one, and second of all, we have in here we we have a big chalkboard. And yesterday we. We kind of sectioned out the show Monday through Friday, and then we added, you know, three hours a day. So there's there's like one, two, three, four, five. There's 15 boxes, basically, which represent hours. There's 15 hours of broadcasting. And right now, uh, Hannah and I were in here kind of kind of brainstorming and spitballing of the 15 hours next week that we will now be responsible for broadcasting the show. We have about seven minutes planned. So. We got a lot, it's a daunting day. We got a lot, we got a lot of work to do and we're going to start well right now. Uh, and thanks for everyone. Listen, thank you guys because without you guys listening to us every day in these two hours, we wouldn't have this exciting new opportunity ahead of us. And without Rush Limbaugh, we would never have even been inspired to be here in the first place. So we're going to, we're going to do our best to take good care of that time slot starting on Monday. Monday morning, if you tune in here at 10 o'clock, you ain't going to hear me. It's going to be my good friend Brian Kilmeade. We will be starting noon to three right here on Monday. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great weekend, everybody. Traffic, weather, news, and the Rush Limbaugh Show Best Of is next. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.